this is going to be a little video podcast. So if you're listening to this, you can stop and watch it. Hopefully, if I can get it sorted out. Uh, Because I wanted to talk a little bit about nomad feng shui. So if you've been following me for a while, you probably know that I've been wandering for about two years and like just kind of waiting to align with right home and right timing. In the meantime, I'm exploring and that can feel a little bit like, well, then I can't use feng shui because I don't have a space with all my things, but that's not true. We can use feng shui anytime and we can uh, work with it in big ways and small when we're on the road as well, depending on like how long we're staying at a place will dictate how strongly it's going to affect us. I'm staying in this space in Sedona for a month, so I'm definitely doing some things with intention and trying to mitigate some of the challenges of this space because even though it's beautiful, it uh, does not come without its its um, challenges. So I... In my business, I've always tried to look at things holistically, and when I discovered the cosmic trinity in Taoism, it was like things clicked into place even more as far as like giving me a structure for how I think of things, and that's because in the cosmic trinity, there there are three kinds of luck, and each accounts for 33%. So there is heavenly luck, which is like your karma and... uh, your epigenetics and like the things you carry down through your ancestry and through past lives if you believe in that or just down your fractal line if you study gene keys um, and believe in that. Uh, And I would also put our natal chart and our human design body graph in the heavenly, heavenly luck as well as like how our natal chart is being triggered by transits and perfections and progressions and all of that stuff. So the timing techniques. Then we have human luck, which is mindset, emotions, the actions that we take, the words that we use to spell cast in our lives, the thoughts that we have, the habits, the default settings, the limiting beliefs, all of that stuff would go under human luck. Those things can be hard to change, you know, just like changing our karma or working with our needle chart and its challenges can be, can be challenging. I can't think of another word besides challenging, but not without possibility, not without the, uh, not without agency and freedom to make choices and to, to shift perspectives and to notice how you handle things and like what patterns what like greases, what greases, what grooves you're greasing in your world. And then we have earth luck, which is the last 33%. And that is the chi of your space. And I would put your astral cartography and your human design environment in that category, even though they could maybe technically be considered heavenly luck because They have to do with our physical space and then feng shui. And if you've been following me for a while, you've probably seen a lot of posts that I've shared about Bagua-centered feng shui. And then recently, uh, I discovered diamond feng shui. I kind of knew about it, but I hadn't really looked very far into it. And it just makes so much sense to me in the sense that 
uh, I tend to gravitate towards things that are personal to each of us as opposed to just blanketed tips. Now, that doesn't mean I'm gonna talk about a lot of those blanketed tips uh, in this uh, video that are good generally for everyone and their environment chi, but I love things that are specifically for you and activating specific things for each of us with intention and this diamond feng shui totally does that it's off of your birthday and that gives you an energy number a number which gives you uh four directions that are your directions like a specific direction for your success a specific direction for your health a specific direction for your relationships and a specific direction for your wisdom and higher knowing which is pretty cool and it gives you like an energy number which gives you more information about how you navigate the world like I'm a light bringer and uh, like water is really powerful for me for healing which is interesting that I'm back on the Neptune line and there will be more on that as I spend a month here on my Neptune descending line and I will talk about that from the astro cartography perspective but I got into this place, which is stunning. Uh, I'm like staring at it at giant red rock mountains outside my window. Uh, and I used my phone compass and I was like, oh my gosh, my door's facing a great place. Like I'm gonna put my supplements here to activate my health direction. And I did all of these small adjustments, checking in with my directions. And then I got up the next day and I used my actual compass, my water magnet compass and my phone was wrong. So I do recommend using a regular compass uh, that's reliable rather than the phone compass, but it may be because my phone has overheated a couple times, maybe it's insides are fried, I don't know. But it meant rearranging everything. Also, this place has a lot of obstructions to, to good chi that I wanna talk about and like ways that if I lived here, and I could rearrange furniture and do things that I would and ways that I'm gonna try to work with what I've got, you know? So the first thing I did was check my, my personal directions, which are north, south, southeast, and east are my like happy directions. These are directions that you wanna activate with intention, directions that you want to face as much as possible, especially in your living room where you spend a lot of time, in your office where you spend a lot of time, and in your bedroom where we spend a lot of time. So those are like the main places that we always want to activate when we can. And you can always schedule a session with me to work with this stuff uh, if you want to, because I think that I obviously absolutely believe in working with our heavenly luck and our human luck for sure. It's necessary, like there's no getting around it but moving your desk can be an easy fix to put you in a power position to feel confident that can help influence your human luck and changing your limiting beliefs and thought patterns. It's all like a nice little reinforcement, you know? And sometimes a simple change in our environment can make a big difference in our lives and it can be so easy. And sometimes it can be challenging like these beans. Uh, so, I wanna talk about some of the things. So I checked out my directions. I activated uh, my health direction. I put my supplements in my health direction. In one area, I put my yoga mat, 
right there. There's like a blue bowl because that's activating for me specifically. There's a plant that's a lush plant, not a cactus. There are so many cactuses in here and like pokey plants, which are not great. They're like cutting to your energy. So I moved a cactus outside. I moved another cactus to the west, which is like not one of my directions. So it will at least affect me less intensely. So I put my yoga mat, I put a stone, there's a singing bowl, there's a magazine for Sedona, cause I'm like just working with what I have in the space, moving things around, I will move them back before I leave, uh, to activate my health. And then like I said, I put my supplements in one space. In my bedroom, I put a book on Neptune, cause I'm working with the Neptune line and Neptune happens to be in my sixth house of help, health. I put another health book that I brought, I put a flower essence and a couple of stones to activate it in my bedroom. So I've activated it, my health direction, in three different places. Also, my health direction is the easiest for me to face while I'm working because it doesn't put my back to the door, which my success direction would, unfortunately. Uh, it's the easiest direction for me to sit on the couch is to face north. and to work with in the bed, even though it's not the way my bed is facing, which I'll talk about in a minute. So I activated that. I activated my success direction, which unfortunately is a bathroom. And that's a bummer because a bathroom is like not great feng shui. But what I'm doing is I'm activating it in the dining room over here. I'm putting that as like my workspace and I'm facing north. So I'm facing at least one of my directions, even though it, it's not about success it's still like health is my business and i'm always looking to improve my health and vitality so it's a good direction to face we want to be facing our our directions as much as we can like even when you go out to eat with somebody you could look and sit at the table the direction that's going to be one of your four directions so that we're always activating that energy and we're kind of just constantly aligning with flow in our lives i'm going to put a bowl of oranges because oranges signify abundance and it's also like off the kitchen. This kitchen, this is the, my kitchen right here and this is the living room. So uh, also like I love an open floor plan, but according to feng shui, it's not ideal. Uh, so I've made sure that all my knives are in the block. There's nothing like sharp sticking out. I make sure that I keep it clean. I make sure that the dishes are always done. I'm not leaving anything in the sink and like clogging the energy in here. And then I'm gonna put this vase of flowers that are actually like ruby red and orange, which are my colors for success, in the bathroom to try to like bring some good juge there. So that's kind of what I've done in here. And then like I said, I've moved the things that are not ideal for me or not like activating me in a good way into like west areas because west is not, is not for me, a personal direction, although it still symbolizes something. All eight compass directions symbolize something. Um, but I'm doing the best to work with what I've got. Uh, what else? Beams. In the living room, this is a little bit better because uh, the couch is under the highest area of the beam. Like it's not sloping down towards the couch. Uh, and the beams are pretty high and they're painted white, the same color as the ceiling. So they kind of fade up into the background. 
If I lived here, I would probably drape a canopy fabric across them over the couch that I sit on so that they're not cutting harsh down on me. When I lived in another place with beams that were like brown against the uh, white ceiling, I actually put mirrors, feng shui mirrors, and I reversed them and faced the mirror up to the beam to reflect the energy back away from me and I just taped them onto the beams. So that's a way to, this is a very white space, which is also not ideal feng shui. Though I love white, it's like stark institution white and it's like everything, the ceiling, the floor, the walls, everything's white, white, white. The couches, I have like a blanket because I have a dog and it's like, what? Um, he's clean, but he's still a dog and it's a white couch. Uh, if I lived here, I would definitely soften the colors um, because stark white, too much stark white can be really uh, intense for our mental and emotional health. As can red in your bedroom can be too stimulating and too much blue in your bedroom can be kind of triggering uh, to the emotions, to like erratic emotions. I also moved some paintings. There were these like super chaotic, like very pretty paintings in my health direction and I didn't want that chaos in my health. So I moved that into the West. I have my biomat on this couch, which is like one of my healthy things and I can lay on that pretty much with my head facing North. Um, and I try to sit on the couch when I'm sitting there, not under, like not directly under the beam. I'm trying to think if there's anything else I can tell you. Oh, the front door, I can't do much about because again, I don't live here. Uh, it sticks, which isn't great. Like it's like, you know, you're trying to get in. That's a little bit like not amazing chi, but it is really clear. Like I can walk out actually. Well, I turn to go downstairs. So you, you usually want like 10 feet out of your front door unobstructed. Uh, for me, I walk five feet and I'm into the patio table, but if I turn and I go down the stairs, it's totally unobstructed. There's no dead plants, that's not good. There's nothing blocking my path. Um, so yeah, uh, again, if I lived here, I would sand the door. Um, and uh, I would clean the door. There's a post that I shared on the blog about like abundance cures for your door and like something you can do every year spring cleaning wise to support your door. So I would do those practices, but for now I'm just kind of keeping the area clear. This is a no shoes household, so I'm only keeping one pair of shoes by the door, not like a pile of shoes, which isn't good feng shui. Uh, yeah, on to the bedroom, which is like, all the things that could be wrong are pretty much wrong. So this is the door to the bedroom and this is the bed. So let's talk about this room. Let me see if I can set you up. The one good thing that it has going for it is that um, it's, so the, the mirror is not facing the bed. So mirrors reflecting the bed are not good. And this mirror is not reflecting the bed, which is awesome. Everything else is like, <laughs> the uh, foot of the bed is facing the door so that's considered coffin position it's not great and if I was staying here longer if I was living here I would definitely move the bed so let's talk about where I would put the bed this room has window here 
and window here. And then it has this wall, which is an interior wall, which is the best kind of wall. Uh, and if I put the bed on this wall, I would not be in coffin position anymore. So that's where I would put the bed. This is a big bed with a big headboard and I can't move it while I'm just staying here for a month. So what to do? My first thing when I was staying in a place with a bed in the coffin position that I can't move uh, would be, that was my dog shaking, would be to hang a feng shui crystal on the ceiling halfway between the bed and the door to diffuse the energy or put a footboard on the bed to stop the energy. I can't do either one of those things because these ceilings are so high that I can't reach anything. Uh, so I don't have a lot of options other than I literally sleep across the bed that way <laughs> instead of like how you would normally sleep across the bed, which works for me because I'm like 5'4 and I typically sleep in like a fetal position anyway, but for a lot of people that wouldn't work. It's what I'm doing because I can and uh, because I have a lot of challenges and I'm trying to like make changes where I can make changes. Uh, so yeah, I sleep across the bed also because if you notice, I don't know if you can tell, this ceiling is also sloped. And unfortunately it's sloped across the bed, uh, which isn't great, and it's got beams, which aren't great. So I actually try to sleep with my head facing north-ish under the highest part of the ceiling across the bed not under a beam is what I try to do. Again, if I was living here, I would hang a canopy over the bed as well as paint the beams the same color as the ceiling, uh, but I'm not. And I will say the beams are at least really high, so they're not as intense. But when I lived with beams before and I didn't know feng shui, uh, I was getting headaches all the time from that energy pushing down on you. So that's what I'm doing. It's also not ideal because it's under this window and that means moonlight is coming on me while I sleep because these curtains are not thick. So if, you, if your only option to not have coffin position is to be under a window, then you would wanna hang a really thick curtain that you can close so that you're not getting moonlight on you while you sleep, which can be disturbing to your emotional body in feng shui. So I got a lot of things that are working against me in this room, even though it's so pretty. And that's the thing that I want to emphasize is that even if it's like a beautiful space, it doesn't mean that it's not affecting you in challenging ways. Uh, so how did I activate this room? Well, I told you how I activated my north corner with, um, with I just noticed something. My trash can is in the south, so I will move that because that's like putting my success in the trash. Uh, I activated my health corner with health books and like some health stuff and I also activated my success corner with a book about abundance and like making money which I was just talking about in last week's newsletter uh, so that's kind of how I've activated in here and then I'm just trying to work with bad energy I really wish I could get a feng shui crystal up on the ceiling but I don't think it's possible I've tried to think of like ways that I might be able to do it but I don't think it's gonna work um, but anyway, these are like general cures. And then I have my own personal directions. You have your own personal directions that we would activate in at least your office, bedroom, and living room. Um, and that will come with like your own set of like health practices, the colors that will be activating for you, the elements that will be activating for you. Like I said, you don't want to have like 
red lots of, like this red rug is fine it's not and it's not like a wall painted red you know but red can be really stimulating in a bedroom or too much blue or like an image of a waterfall can be a lot or like an image of a live animal you know like your your subconscious doesn't really distinguish between a photo of a lion and a lion so if you have a photo of a lion overlooking you in your bed your subconscious is a little bit like there's a lion in the room you know and that's like stirring your energy and making it more challenging for you to get restful sleep which is so important for all of the things so those are just some tips and i will also make some sticky notes of intentions and i will place those around to activate my my directions in all of the places I can. Yeah, so that's how I get started with the Nomad, the Nomad vibes. Um, the first thing I would do when I get to any place I'm staying at is like check my sleeping direction and try to work with that and try to work with my sleeping energy to make sure because you're in there for like eight hours a night, you know, at least or I am because I need that much sleep. Uh, so you wanna make sure that it's in the best situation that you can have. Um, yeah, and then I'm gonna move that trash can now. Anyway, I hope you found some helpful tips in here and you're always welcome to schedule a session with me if you wanna work more with your earth luck, which would also potentially include feng shui, astrocartography, and your human divine environment. I hope you're having a great day wherever you are. All right, bye.